This Breakfast with Ben's podcast on the Fans First Network brought to you by Gerger Construction. It's not too soon to start planning your dream deck. They build decks year-round, and they're booking into spring and summer 2024. Gerger Construction is a small burg business specializing in decks, pergolas, railings, and fencing. Fully insured, licensed, and now offering financing options. Go to GergerConstruction.com to get your free project estimate or to schedule your deck safety inspection today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Shut up and sit down. Welcome to the Breakfast with Ben's podcast here at Trib Live. Tim Ben's along with you. Thank you so much for finding us on our new platform at the Fans First Network. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do so. And you get all of our podcasts via Spotify, Apple, however you usually get your podcast feeds. Very happy to be a part of it. So far, so good for the first week. And pleased to be joined right now by someone who should perhaps shed some insight on the Eric Carlson situation in San Jose. Hopefully, Penguins fans can glean some information out of our conversation today with Sheng Peng from San Jose Hockey Now, also NBC Sharks. You can check him out at the SJ Hockey Now podcast, the San Jose Hockey Now podcast, and read his work at SanJoseHockeyNow.com. Shang, thanks a lot for taking some time to join us. Greatly appreciate it. Is the Carlson deal going to get done, or is this going to languish in perpetuity? Well, you know, it's good for my click, so I guess it's uh, hope it keeps going, I guess. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think we're kind of the same way until training camp gets going. The, the Pirates haven't done their duty of bridging the gap from the Penguins' early exit to training camp, so if there's some hockey to talk about on a big-time level, I'm more than happy to do so. I'm with you. Right, right, right. But no, I, I do believe a, a trade uh, will get done, uh, at least before our training camp. Um, I believe uh, that both sides are motivated to make a deal. That means the Sharks and Eric Carlson. And I think that they will eventually, um, uh, you know, so, someone's going to let go a little bit here. So, Well, I can't remember if it was you, Shang, where I read this or somebody else brought up the comp. But I know there have been some that have said, well, if the Penguins can't offer what the Sharks want, and the Canes don't want to offer what the Sharks want. Why don't they just hold on to them? And then I I sort of read the chittering comparisons in there. Um, is Is that maybe what's spooking San Jose into trying to make sure this gets done, even if they don't get the absolute best deal possible for them? I think it's uh, that that is possible, and certainly the Sharks. You know, they have Carlson under contract for four more years, and um, uh, Carlson can't. Uh, even though Carlson has a no uh, has a no movement clause, uh, Carlson can't demand a trade necessarily, right? And so that is possible, but that sort of goes against the the mo of uh, Mike Greer. Uh, we take uh, Brent Burns from uh, last year. Brent Burns wanted out; he wanted to go win somewhere. And Brent Burns had done a lot for the Sharks, obviously. The last, uh, I get previous eleven years, he was. Uh, uh, you know, Norris Trophy winner, Norris Trophy finalist, et cetera, et cetera. And so Greer, I don't think, uh, uh, 
uh, you know, held sort of Burns hostage and was like, well, we need to get the best possible deal out of this. And instead, he traded a Burns at, at the draft to Carolina for a third round pick, uh, Stephen Lawrence and Etu Makaniemi. Um, so Carlson, of course, isn't uh, doesn't have Burns' sort of uh, uh, long track record in San Jose. Uh, you know, Carlson has only been in San Jose for five years, but Carlson is a, is, is a veteran, is um, – Obviously, won an Norris Trophy this past year, and so I don't. I don't think that that at least Greer is inclined to keep uh, keep Carlson for for you know till uh, through the season. I think it's possible it could happen, um, but uh, then you know then 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 you invite uh, a lot of uh, other different risk, obviously, with uh, Carlson's injury history and just you know a, a drop off, a, some drop off in play. I mean, he had 101 points last year. That's like a good. Uh, 19, I think, more than his career high before that. I mean, is he going to get better than that? <laughs> I don't know. I think Penguins fans are hoping he comes to play with Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin and does exactly uh-huh. that. Um, I might be overly reductive in making the Chris Letang comp, but I've said a number of times that my view on Carlson coming here, the positive is you basically then get Chris Letang up to 40 minutes as opposed to the 24 he gives you now, which is a hell of a lot to begin with. Mm. But you also get what the danger zone of Chris Letang is more often too, which is a defenseman that's thinking offense almost all the time, thinking point production, um, not necessarily having attention to detail when it comes to defense. How true of that is Carlson's game and how much of his, for instance, plus minus was a victim of circumstance playing on a not very good hockey team in San Jose? Well, definitely the plus minus was a victim of circumstance. I think uh, he allowed a, a league high uh, 21 empty net goals. Carlson, that is for an individual player and uh, empty net goal that goes against your plus minus. So you can toss out, you know most of that minus 26 right there with that right and i don't know if you would really blame sharks were uh, a very bad team and they were down a lot <laughs> they pulled their goalie a lot and so i don't think you can blame carlson in general for uh for uh for the goals given up uh when, when the sharks oh, oh believe me that's that's been brought up quite a bit here in pittsburgh especially by those who are proponents of the deal that empty net stat certainly has yeah. been thrown around a lot for sure yeah, yeah, and I, I think I think it's a, it's a valid stat. You know, if you look at five on five, Carlson's, and these are probably numbers you've heard. Then Carlson's uh, uh, on goal, uh, on ice goals for and against are, uh, I think it's a it's a flat even. That doesn't sound great, but if you look at the rest of the Sharks, <laughs> you know, we're we're talking about uh, just to give. I'm not 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 to pick on anybody, but Mario Ferraro played a lot of minutes. His um, his uh, even strength goal differential, I think, is minus thirty. So, you know, that's that's one of Carlson's, you know, that's the second most uh, uh, minutes played uh, on the Sharks for defense after uh, after Carlson there. And so that gives that gives you a sense that uh, that, you know, all may not be what it seems with the numbers with Carlson. I will say, though, that, um, you know, I, I think his defense has dropped off uh, over the years. And I, I think that there is a little more concentration on offense. I think that's what uh, David Quinn asked him to do. Um, that, that that's my my impression of it. You know, last year uh, or two years ago, uh, Bob Bugner, different coach, asked the Sharks to play a more defensive style, and Carlson complied and played it. It actually was pretty good to begin the 2021-22 season before he got hurt. And so, <clears throat> I think that uh, you know Carlson is never going to win a North just based on his defense. But that's not you know that that's not the argument there. Right. Yeah. And so in terms of the Latang part of it, um, so 
you know, maybe having Carlson there will he won't focus so much on offense actually, right? Because he has somebody like uh like like a Carlson at his side. So he doesn't need to, to worry so much about that. And so he maybe can can play a little more, focus a little more on defense. Well to be honest with you, I think that if Carlson were to come here, the benefit for Latang would not have to be playing as much. You know, like uh-huh. those guys are both gonna eat minutes for sure. But Latang, for as much as he loves to be on the ice, I still think he's been overextended here in recent years. Sure. And like when I look at Latang and and I complain about Latang and some people in Pittsburgh complain about Latang, it's never about what his offensive skill set is, obviously. And it's not necessarily even his desire to play defense. I think the complaints about Latang's defensive game all root from the mistakes that he makes in judgment offensively. Like, sure. I, and when he makes those mistakes, he hustles back like no one. And then when he's working in his own end, I feel like he works hard in his own end. Do you have the same description for Carlson when it comes to his defense like that? Or is it a different animal with him? I think it is definitely similar in terms of uh, Carlson's uh, sort of, uh, uh, you know, does take chances offensively because he can pull things off that no one else can. But, of course, that that bites uh, that uh, bites him uh, a decent amount. Um, in terms of just her, his defensive engagement, um, I do I have found that uh, over the years, you know, if the Sharks are a bit out of it, whatever, it can wane a little bit. But I, I think in Pittsburgh, though, uh, as competitive as they plan to be, that that won't happen uh, so much uh, with with the Penguins. Um, I think, uh, like a lot of players, you know, I think I think Eric uh, is, is trying to, uh, you know, try trying trying to find a, a reason to get up in the morning and play right, and so be on a winning team, uh, uh, you know, helps a lot in, in that way. Shang Peng with us from San Jose Hockey now. Shang, you mentioned Brett Burns before. I'm curious because there are many in Pittsburgh who are hoping that a chip in the Penguins' favor when it comes to trading for Carlson might be that Carlson doesn't want to go to Carolina because he didn't get along with Burns and doesn't want to play their system. Um, are either of those two things true? I've never noticed any sort of, uh, you know, open enmity between Burns and Carlson. Granted, uh, uh, you know, we didn't have locker room access in 2021 uh, and not so much uh, last year either, 2021-22. So, uh, so, you know, we, we missed uh, maybe something we, we could have uh, caught there. But uh, before that and even just in uh, interviews, really never, never, never caught too much of uh, – of uh, sort of uh, an issue uh, between them. It's possible, but it's not something that I would say that I've seen. Uh, in terms of uh, them uh, playing together, um, one thing that people forget, though, and I guess, uh, you know, Carlson uh, without Burns this past year, you know, he got all the power play time. Uh, he got the first power play unit, which with the Sharks, you know, not a very deep team. Uh, the, if you got the second power play unit, uh, you definitely weren't uh, yeah. as likely to score as the first power play unit. And so all these things do do help your, your scoring totals out. You know, uh, when the team is down at the end of the game. The goalie is pulled. You know, it's always going to be Carlson out there. It's not going to be Carlson or Burns or both of them together. Um, so th- those do help your stats out. But let's not forget uh, when the Sharks first acquired uh, Carlson in 2018-19, uh, they were really they were good with both of them, especially when Carlson stayed healthy. You know, Carlson suffered a pulled groin in the middle of that season. So the rest of the season after uh, January 2019 was a little bit, uh, you know, it was a little bit off and on for him. You know, he was in and out of the lineup. But there there were stretches of time when Carlson was healthy that season where the Sharks were were, were amazing. They had a 16-3 and three stretch in January when 
Carlson was healthy. And so those two can, I think, play play together. Um, you know, maybe not so much on a power play. <laughs> so that that I will grant you. Their styles never really seem to mesh on a power play in San Jose. But um, anyway, um, it, it seems like he, uh, Carlson, is interested in Carolina. I, I, I haven't heard anything strong that he does not want to want to go there. What do you think the biggest holdup is right now on a Penguins front to get Carlson? Elliot Friedman was talking last night on the NHL Network that it's likely salary retention by the Sharks. Is that what you're hearing too? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that seems that seems like the, the big thing. You know, Mike Burr came out and said right before the draft, you know, we're not going to retain 50%. Um, and uh, that, of course, you know, you would think that the more you retain, the more that you get. Um, but um, it also is, you know, uh, the, the owner having to pay Carlson a significant amount of money to play for somebody else, which, you know, can never, uh, ne- never sit well. And so, you know, I think I think we're sort of just at this, uh, you know, game of chicken or we're just going to kind of see, uh, you know, who kind of uh, who kind of, uh, well, you know, buckles first. Um, you know, I, I think the, the Sharks, I think, are motivated to, to trade Carlson this summer. You know, you don't necessarily want to start the season with a guy that doesn't necessarily that doesn't want to be here. Um, and but I also think, though, that the Penguins, uh, uh, at least from, you know, outside looking in, the Penguins uh, are not a team that 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 people would think is a cup contender right now, even though they've made some good additions uh, this summer. And so I think that they need to get somebody to kind of help put them uh, over the top to help, you know, secure a playoff spot, uh, that, that sort of thing to bring some, some, some excitement. And so I think the penguins are a little bit more motivated than say the hurricanes to, to get this, uh, to get this deal done because the hurricanes, you know, with or without Carlson, they're, they're a loaded team. They're a, they're a, they're a cup contender. Uh, but Pittsburgh does need, I don't know if Carlson's the, the perfect guy that they need, uh, or the guy that they need, but I do think that they need somebody to, uh, to, 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 you know, bring, bring that team, uh, 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 bring that team ceiling a little bit higher. Sheng Peng with us from San Jose Hockey Now. We're talking about the Eric Carlson trade, the potential of it anyway. Uh, last two things, Sheng, and this is sort of a two-part question, if you will, both about third parties here, so to speak. Uh-huh. Will it take a third team to help complete the trade? At least from a Pittsburgh perspective, it certainly seems like that would be the case. And the second thing is, is there a third or maybe even a fourth franchise out there besides Carolina or the Penguins that might be lurking? Um, you know, haven't heard of, of another team. Um, like just for example, Seattle's been sort of Seattle. Seattle has the cap space, but um, you know, I, I was I was told uh, you know doubtful on Seattle. And Seattle, you know, the way that they seem to be structuring their team is all low salary players. Um, I think the highest played AAV player right now might be. Might be Grubauer, I'm not sure, but anyway, it's all all the salaries are pretty, 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 pretty low in that way. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, same same report. Elliot Friedman said yesterday that he hadn't heard of any other teams uh, being in it, and so um, yeah. So my my guess is at the moment, and you know, maybe if the Sharks retain more, that'll open up the market uh, mm-hmm. more. I think that's a big part of it. But uh, so it is it is possible there are more teams. I think there are teams out there that could use Carlson. Um, that uh, you know, if 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 they can find the cap- flexibility actually a team like uh like dallas i don't know if they're in it or not but uh, if you look at last summer they had a chance to acquire brent burns brent burns had a three-team trade list and i 
very sure, you know, Brent Burns lives in Texas. So I'm pretty sure Dallas was, was on that list. And do you think that the, you know, uh, uh, the stars could have used Brent Burns in the conference finals against the golden Knights, uh, mm-hmm. this, uh, this past playoffs, you know, I bet, I bet they could have, right. They had no reliable number two defenseman after Merrill Heaskin. Uh, so they definitely could have, could have, and they didn't have to give up a lot as we saw what Carolina gave up for Burns. And so, you know, Dallas, needs uh i think i think another defenseman in my in my opinion maybe not exactly again carlson may not be the perfect fit for for any any team but he's still an impact game-changing player and so yeah so there could be there could be there could be other teams lurking but i i haven't uh, heard it and in terms of a, a third team um so yeah uh certainly for the penguins you know they need to get rid of a, a lot of salary right in terms of uh, petrie and granlin right to, to even uh, think about making this work and so if the sharks aren't interested in those players or uh you know uh, uh petrie has a 15 team no trade list right so if the sharks are on that list then then you might need a third team to to yeah. reroute uh so that's so that's definitely that's definitely definitely a possibility yeah i'll end like this rank these for me most likely okay. to happen, okay? Carlson's a Penguin. Carlson's in Carolina. Carlson is in San Jose. Carlson goes to an unknown team. Ah, okay. <laughs> I still think uh, uh, it, it, it will be Carlson to the Penguins because, again, I think the Penguins are the most motivated to to make a deal happen. Uh, just maybe takes a little more flexibility from, you know, the Penguins and and the Sharks to, to make it happen. Um, after that, I'll go with uh, Hurricanes, uh, and then I'll go with the uh, other team, and then finally uh, the uh, Carlson with the Sharks to start the season. My guess is that he will not be uh, in San Jose to start the season. Awesome, Shang. Really appreciate the time and the valuable insight. We encourage people to check you out at NBC Sharks as well as at San Jose Hockey Now. That's SJ Hockey Now on Twitter. Shang Peng, who covers the Sharks, talking about the Carlson deal. Appreciate the time, man. Yep. Thank you so much, Sam. This is Breakfast with Ben's.